And tonight I want to speak about supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. <laughs> supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. If you want to say uh, in plural utterances, that's fine. But supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. This is so critical uh, in prayer. It's people who pray and and it's very important for us to be able to see. So supernatural seeing for some supernatural utterance. And then I'll make some statements before we read a script, some scriptures here. Because I want us to pray tonight. Uh, your position in the spirit uh, determines your attitude in prayer. Your position in the spirit determines your attitude in prayer. That's very important. And, and that's, that's why um, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit there. Is the same, this same position greatly influences the utterance. The same position uh, greatly influences uh, the utterance because, you see, it determines the attitude of prayer, but also determines our, the utterance. And, and you, always, you can always tell and, and, and know and you don't walk around like we have a, you have a spiritual thermometer. You don't walk around like you have a spiritual thermometer to measure people where they are. You don't, you don't, that's none of your business. You don't do that. But you can always tell where a person is at in, in prayer. The position they are praying from. That's very important. The, the, the believers having known their position in Christ and understanding the functioning of the kingdom of God, they can enter into God's presence through repentance, uh, thanksgiving, and worship. They can enter into God's presence. And when you are from that presence, you speak from the presence. You see that? While, while, while they are the believers that because of lack of understanding of the functioning of the kingdom of God and actually it's ignorance of the word, they, they always, you can tell where they are praying from. They are... Woo me, woe at me. And you can tell. You can tell people are called to pray. But that's not our, our business, you know, to be able to think like, where are they praying from? You understand that? That's not your, our business. But it's, it's, it's to understand, us is to understand then, and to be an example when you pray. Other people can say, I've heard people pray. But your prayer is different. And it's not the vocabulary. You understand? Father, the sophisticated of thy creation, in thy intelligence of the infinite wisdom, in all the medulla oblongata, God. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about that, <laughs> that jargon. You understand? If, uh, if that worketh, anyway, I'm not going to say that. But, but, but look at this. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But from that presence that is coming from in those words. Where are those words coming from? So for divine utterance, we must take our position in Christ seriously and act accordingly. Remember, when they start talking our position, we're talking about our position in Christ. Uh, we must take our position in Christ seriously and act accordingly. All that we are, church, and who will ever be, is determined by our knowing who we are in Christ. For from him, and for him, and through him, are all things. And remember, he said, without me, you can do nothing. 
That's exactly what it is. But think about this. In him we can do all things. So that's very important for us to understand that our position in Christ, we, for divine utterance we, utterance, we must take our position in Christ seriously and act accordingly. The realm of the spirit becomes alive by knowing the word. That's very important. The realm of the spirit becomes alive by knowing the word and being conscious of the Holy Spirit. But of course, I can say so many things regarding that, but you just not knowing, having knowledge, knowing is acting on the word. Or in other words, you are a doer of the word. So, so the, the realm of the spirit becomes alive by knowing the word and being conscious of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and again, I say, of course, there are so many things that I can say about this, but let, let me stop there. I, I can say so many things regarding that. But I want us to concentrate on supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. Let's go to Numbers 24. Numbers 24. We've looked at this scripture a few times, but I want you to see some things there. In Numbers 24, Balaam was a prophet from Midian. And, and the scriptures talks about the era of Balaam and all that. You know, you can tell that he used even sorcery. Because from that scripture, let's go. I keep looking at this side. All right, let's go over here. Now look at this. He says this. Now Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel. He did not go as at other times to seek to use sorcery. So this guy would use sorcery. You, you see that? I mean, it's, it's clear in the scripture. He didn't go, he did not go for as other times to seek to use sorcery. But he set his face, his face toward the wilderness. And let's go next there. He says, And Balaam raised his eyes and saw Israel encamped according to their tribes, and the Spirit of God came upon him. That's critical right there. So what we are seeing from here is the Spirit of God speaking through Balaam. All right? Are you seeing that? All right, now look at this. And the Spirit of the God came upon him. Let's go to the next one. Then he says, then he took up his oracle and said, the utterance of Balaam, the son of Beor. The utterance of the man, mark that, whose eyes are open. We are talking about what? Supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. So whose eyes are open. So he's seeing and he's uttering. He's able to see. This I see as an open vision. But we should not be limited because even if we had an open vision. Because one of our uh, kingdom privileges and rights as people of God is to see and to hear. That should be in us all the time. We know that. Because I say this and I've said this for many years. That when, if you can see... If you can hear, you know that it doesn't matter how the situation is, you have it made. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. It's the seeing, the hearing, the ability. As long as you can see, you can hear his voice, that's it. Even if you have a thousand wizards naked around you. They say, well, you'll die tonight. <laughs> you know, that doesn't matter. Amen. of course, I don't fear that. You know, there are people who fear maybe that's for, for you. Okay, look at this. Uh, so let's go back 
the, so the utterance of him, the utterance, the utterance of man whose eyes are open. Are you seeing that? That's critical. Let's go to the next one. The utterance of him who hears the words of God. That means his voice now has become the voice of God. His words, are the, the words that he's speaking is not Balaam speaking now. It's the spirit of God. It's God Almighty. And all the benefits of the word of God coming through your mouth. Remember, even angels hearken to the voice of his word. So he says that the utterance of him as the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down with eyes wide open. That's critical right there. Let me say some things here. Let's go to Jeremiah 33, 1 to 3. Very familiar scripture from the Amplified Classic Version. Jeremiah 33, 1 to 3. <clears throat> Praise God. Listen this, listen this, just, just don't forget our title, all right? Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the second time while you are still shut up in the court of the gods, saying, uh, Thus says the Lord who made the earth. I like that. I like that. He who made the earth. The Lord who formed it, established it, Listen that. that that's all right. The enemy of our souls has no power there. If we understand that. That's what I was saying that our position in Christ is so critical. Because we pray from that position of who we are in Christ. Who formed it and established it. The Lord is his name. Go to the next one. He says call on me. Call to me and I will answer you. And do what? Show. What is showing? Seeing. So tonight, and from this day henceforth, from this night henceforth, expect to see in prayer and in, in your walk. Remember, we, we need to have prayer as a lifestyle. It's not a moment, we, but it's a lifestyle. Expect to see. And I'm expecting this tonight. Because he says this, so shall my word go, be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not come to, to me, back to me right well, void, but it shall accomplish what I please and prosper that thing there. That's in Isaiah 55, 11. Now look at this then. Call to me and I'll do what and I will answer you. And this is what he says. And show you. So prayer is so critical there. In the showing. In the seeing. Show you great and mighty things fenced in and hidden. Which you do not know, do not distinguish and recognize, have knowledge of and understand. But what does he say? Call to me and I will answer you and show you. So in your prayer, expect seeing. I want, to, I want really to, 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 to encourage you with this and to admonish you in this. Expect God's response to your prayer. Not one time, sometime in the future, in your time of prayer. Many times believers, we don't have enough expectation or we don't have expectation to see that. 
Many times I've prayed with people and I ask them, and you've, you've heard me say this several times here, oh, what did you see? What did you hear? But majority of times is what? People shy off. No more. Candy, no more. No more. <laughs> I almost said enough is enough. <laughs> you, you a lot are you watching? That's not. I say enough is enough, and then you, you looked at me. Anyway. But, <laughs> but, but look at this then. <laughs> look, look, at, look at that. Many times I've asked, how many times? Anyone who've heard me say, many times after prayer, say, Anyone who had anything, that's critical. That's living in the realm of expectation. God says many times and told even the children of Israel and speaking with the prophets, I, through prophets and say, hey, people, you, you are all having dumb idols that they don't have hands, they don't have ears. God is not that way. God has ears, God has eyes. God answers the prayers of his people. And listen to this. Our sin should begin right there in the time of prayer. We should be expecting for him to show us great and mighty things. Now look at this then. So Jeremiah was a prophet. Seeing or getting divine revelation, or I can call it revelational insight, was critical for his prophetic utterance. Do you want me to say it again? Uh, Jeremiah was a prophet. Remember, God is speaking to Jeremiah here. And he says this, seeing or getting divine revelation, or I can call it revelational insight, was critical for his prophetic utterance. In other words, if you don't see, you can speak. If you don't hear, you can speak. So as a prophet, that is so critical for us speaking that we are seeing and therefore we speak. We are hearing so that we can speak. And many times I can, but I'm, I'm focusing so much on seeing, but actually it's activating your spiritual senses. Activating your spiritual senses. You have spiritual senses, by the way. And therefore, then seeing, listen, that revelational insight is what brought forth utterance. Thousands or hundreds, yeah, hundreds, hundreds of years before. Prophet, prophet, uh, many prophets, but Micah, prophet Isaiah, he looks, he speaks of the virgin birth. Micah says even the place that he'll be born. Just speaks so accurately. Let me tell you a seed of Abraham. Do you know what Jesus said? Well, let me show you something here. <clears throat> let me see here. It does not part of my notes. Let's see over here. <clears throat> yeah, John 8. John 8:54. Have some more there. John eight fifty four. Are you there? Or are you still calling to me? <laughs> okay. Jesus answered. Oh no! Yo, let's go. Let's go back to fifty two. It always intrigues me. 
to read the conversation of Jesus <laughs> with the Jews. Uh, he says this, Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Can you imagine they are telling Jesus that? People filled with demons, they tell others they have demons. That's, that's such how the devil is alive. Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead and the prophets, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets are dead? Who do you make yourself to be? Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my own is nothing. It's my father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be like a liar like you. <laughs> but I know him and keep his word. Look at verse 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Oh, he saw it in heaven. No. You're a man of faith. You see what I'm saying? It's not like he saw it in heaven. No, he saw it. And I tend to think it's when, when I, the great, you know, you remember that he had offered sacrifices and vultures were coming and he drove them away. I tend to think like that's the time that he saw Jesus supernatural. But it doesn't matter. But he saw the day of his seed. And he did what? Rejoice to see my day. And he saw it. Now, the, then the Jews said to him, you're not yet 50 years old and have, you, have you, and have you seen Abraham? That's natural, carnal people. Jesus said to them, most assured, they said to you, before Abraham was, now they got into a deeper problem. Before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Let me say something here. One cannot pray effectively without insight into how to pray. One cannot pray effectively without insight into how to pray. Insight into how to pray. As well as into what things God truly longs for us to seek after in prayer. I'll say it again. One cannot pray effectively without insight into how to pray. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Insight into how to pray, as well as into what things God truly longs for us to seek after in prayer. So prayer is not shooting in the air, in the air, without any target. That's why seeing is so crucial for those who've just come in after Saturdays. I'm speaking about supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. Supernatural seeing for supernatural utterance. <clears throat> So then seeing into the invisible is a key to victorious praying. Seeing into the invisible is a key to victorious praying. And we, you know what that brings? It brings actually discerning or discerning spiritual issues from God's perspective rather than man's. Let's see if I can say something here. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So you all remember that line, it's straight line. Okay, this is not an art class. But that's a straight line, and that's the realm of eternity. You remember that? So think about this down here. Uh, yeah, I can put it. Let's assume this line over here. Oh, no, 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 it cannot be. Uh, so let's assume 
Down here, here, this is the earthen realm. All right? It's, it's, it's a, such, you know, I use a straight line into eternity, but that's for illustration purpose. So this short line here is the earthen realm, and it is temporary because this place is eternal. All right? It's forever and ever. And look at this then, and this up here, up around it, uh, around the earthen realm, is uh, Ephesians chapter 6, uh, from verse what? Verse 18 over there, or talks about principalities, powers, and dominions of darkness, evil in high places. So surrounding what? The earthen realm. All right? But look at this then. Our God, which I already said, he inhabits what? Eternity. God inhabits eternity. Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians 1, uh, 1 and, and, and chapter 2, it shows us Christ has been raised up, but in chapter 2, verse 6, it says not only has he raised him up, but we have been raised together with him, and we have been made to sit together with him at the right hand of the Father, we eternal beings, like what I was speaking this past Sunday. We're eternal beings right here. Are clear? Now look at this then. So I'm talking about seeing into the invisible is a key to victorious praying, discerning spiritual, uh, spiritual issues from God's perspective rather than man's, man's, uh, man's perspective. Because a man, a natural man, will be dealing with things out here. But the, the unfortunate part of that, dealing with things that way, means this. A person is manipulated by these powers here because 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says he is the God of this world with a small g. So he manipulates, he's a deceiver. So the realm that we are supposed to be operating in is to take our position seriously in Christ and hide ourselves like the, the scripture says, we are hidden with Christ in God, we hide ourselves in him and therefore we can operate from here that's so we can dismantle the powers of wickedness here. And listen to this. We walk victoriously here. And I've been hearing this word. It's not in the Bible. But we can use it. I tend to think of this. A believer walking that way. Or a body of believers. They are dealing with open heaven. Therefore the affairs... Is coming from here. There was, you remember what I was speaking about vocabulary on Sunday? Your vocabulary is utterance, is coming from here. Not from here to there, it's from here to here. I wish you could get more excited than you Because <laughs> I'm giving like, do you see that or do you mean, need me to say it again? I really, I didn't come to, to speak in Latin and then you are, you're understanding in, your, in Swahili. You understand that? I came so that you can be able to understand. So think about this. If every, every one of us, and as we gather together, we have this open heaven, just us here. Just us, this number here. We are more than enough to change the nation. Amen. You remember this, the, the, the clip that we have watched some few uh, twice actually, it speaks of similar thing. That's the principle actually. Your speaking was, 
so, so whose eyes are being opened. What does that mean? It's not this natural thing, natural blindness caused by ignorance and all that by, by the devil, influenced by the devil. No, you are seeing from this realm, you can be able to speak. When you're speaking whilst you're not speaking up, you're speaking from down here, dealing with the kingdom of darkness because you've taken your position in Christ. Hallelujah. Now, let's, let's look at the Seeing the adversary attacks, plan and perceiving God's angelic strike force. God has angelic strike force. Let's go Second 2 Kings chapter 6. I, I had <laughs> Brother Jeffrey say something. We were talking and I had him say, and then he said, you know, and son, I thought, yeah, you'll hear me speak about that. Let's go to to Second Kings chapter 6. I, I think we'll re emphasize what I've just said here. Praise God. Now look at this then. Here is uh, the servant of Elisha. He wakes up in the morning and he comes up and, and the amazing thing, the, the whole story is this. Uh, Syria was having war with um, Israel. With, with Samaria, actually. Uh, with, with Israel. So that is with Israel. And then the king of Israel. Uh, okay. Then when every time the king of Syria will want to make war against Israel, he, call, he, he said, uh, he consulted with his servants, verse 8 says, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Who do you want that to know that? You are ahead of the devil all the time. He has a plan, but you know the plan way ahead of time. Let me tell you something. There's one who indwells you. He's called the Holy Spirit. He will show you things to come. So then, then the king of Israel, verse 10, said someone to the place. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. In other words, it's not something which happened or once or twice. It happened several times. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing, and he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord. O king, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king Israel, king of Israel, listen to this, the words that you speak in your bedroom. <laughs> That's powerful, eh? Look at how this king is foolish. He's been told that, but he says this, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. Don't you know that he knows? Huh? If this person can see, can, he's been told that even the ones you speak in your bedroom, he hears them. Now, can you tell, if you say, go and, go and see where he is, and that I may sit and get him, don't you know that he knows? The, the devil is not that smart. Therefore, he sent horses, and on, and on, and on, and on, and, uh, and uh, verse 15, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. Like, look at this. There was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Now, think about this. These are two people in a prayer meeting. 
want you to see that. All right? Others are oh, oh God. Oh Lord, we are finished. Oh God, we're finished. Oh God, have mercy on your servants. Oh God, this nation is going to burn. Oh God, oh God, what are they seeing? In the natural. They're seeing in the natural. They're seeing what the, 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 what the enemy has presented to them. And, and, and they have nights and nights of prayer. But from which perspective, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, help us. Oh God, we are finished by the enemy. Oh God, don't you know you're finished? The more you say you're finished, you're finished. While this other one, Elisha was seeing. So how do you say, do you know what Elisha would do? Think about those people in prayer. Praising God, thanking God, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. What is he doing? He's seeing. He's seeing what is available. Don't you see how seeing is critical? Your utterance, listen to this, are determined by the position you are in in the spirit. Your utterance is determined by, by the position that you are in the spirit. The utterance of the man, the, the servant of God was, alas, master. <laughs> Athlete. Finito. <laughs> Kind of thinking. Uh, well, well, the, the utterance of the man of God was fear not. It's different from the realm that you will see. The amazing thing is this. We see, if we see in the old covenant, is even of a shadow of greater things to come. If we see it in the old covenant, how much more would you think of in the new covenant God wants his people to see? Much more. So let's look at his response of Elisha. One of the main things that stop people from seeing is fear. Fear. What is that? Paying attention to the work of the enemy than the work of God. Being attentive to the works of the enemy than of God. I get so surprised, and, 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 and it's okay. It's okay. You understand that? It's okay. But many believers during this time is when now they're praying for the nation. They rattle, uh, they rattle 180 words per 10, per 10 seconds. Praying for the nation. Can't pray. We, need, we need to pray for a nation. Oh, I, need, I need to obey God every day to go to that first Timothy chapter 2 as a lifestyle, praying for the nation. And don't listen to words that wicked people speak, but listen to the words of God to speak over the nation. Okay. Are you with me? So, so look at this. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. That's always good. Open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw, and behold the mountain. I usually get surprised with this. And behold the mountain was full of horses and chariots, but of what? Fire. In the natural, there are chariots and horses. In the spirituals, not just chariots and horses, they had fire. They burned the natural ones. <laughs> so if you. Just think about that. Just, that's a, a good indication. We have to allow the Lord to sh show you this. 
But when you see something in the natural that the enemy is, is, is using against you, just think of what is being made available in the spirit realm for God for your sake. Huh? Would you think about this if the enemy keeps attacking you with scarcity? Lack of finances? Huh? Start getting in the spirit and stay in the spirit. Oh, it may be the abundance that is there will amaze you. And you have a constant testimony concerning God's provision. He just copies or imitates what the Father has made available. <clears throat> so then, and then of course you know what he did after that. He, he put blindness on those soldiers. That is so amazing. That army, the whole army became blind. And he took them away. And, and the amazing thing is this. He went and fed them. He told the king, feed them and send them back to the master. And he, he fed them and, and sent them back to the master. Now, so, so let me repeat this since you've heard that. Seeing into the invisible is a key to victorious praying. Discerning spiritual issues from God's perspective rather than man's, seeing the adversary's attack plan and perceiving God's angelic strike force. The amazing thing is this, church, there's angelic strike force with us. That's available. In Matthew 13, 11 and 16, very familiar scripture. <clears throat> Jesus answered and said, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to the hem is not, is not being given. Look at verse 16. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. It's been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. Verse 16. Blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Praise God. Let me show you something here that is very important. When you are trusting the Lord to see from his perspective, it's because his will is more important to you than just doing what you want. When you are trusting the Lord to see uh, from his perspective, it's because his will is more important to you than just doing what you want. That's a heart given out to see the will of God and do the will of God. Because many people don't see because they, they, don't, they are doing their own thing. They're not trusting the Lord to, to do his will. <clears throat> Let me give you an example of what, what I've just said. Let's go to Genesis 13. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me see, let me read a scripture here, verse 1, 13, 1. Then Abraham went out from Egypt, and, he, and his wife and all he had, and Lot was with, with him to the south. Abraham was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. Now that man was rich, was wealthy. And, and on and on and on, and they went, and, and verse 5, it says, Lot also went with Abraham, had flocks and herds and tents, 
Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And imagine that, that's wealthy. Those are wealthy people. I look just like them. <laughs> and then look at this verse, so verse 8. So Abraham said, Lord, please, let there be no strife, because now this had been strife between his husband and, and, and uh, lords. Please let there be no strife between you and me and between your husband and your, my husband, my husband and your husband, for we are brethren. It's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Look at verse 10. And Lord lifted his eyes and saw. I want you to see something here. Remember this? <clears throat> Lord was a righteous man, by the way. He initialized to hear uh, preachers so much talk about Lord, you know, but he was a righteous man. You understand? But look at this, his decisions. Because being righteous does not mean you make all decisions right. You have to listen to the Lord. You remember this perspective? Look at the two perspectives there. He said, then Lord lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go towards Zor. Does that remind you of anything and Lord lifted his eyes and saw? Does it remind you of anything? Any incident in the Bible? Anyone, just be free. I mean, this is not a lecture. hall that a lecture you and you keep quiet. I had a meeting here with the parents of HLA. <clears throat> so they were seated and I spoke. The, the head teacher spoke and then I, I came up and I spoke and spoke and I finished. And when I finished, I said, all right, I blessed them and I was ready to go. And one of the parents said, are we, are we supposed to, to say anything? You know, I'm a preacher boy. I just used to just finish and go. You understand? So that's why I'm giving you an opportunity. So I said, oh, sure, please forgive me. Sure, parent. <laughs> and he spoke wonderful things. But, but does that remind you of anything? And Lord lifted his eyes. Anything in the scriptures? Second Kings, because you've read it. That's good, good. That's wonderful. I mean, I'd rather you talk. Than anyone else? Someone, oh, okay, is, is, she's lift, thinking I lifted my eyes and all that. But let me give you something because this was so tricky. It reminds me of the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3. Because Lot chose for himself the land. Oh, okay, okay, look at this. And Lord lifted up his eyes and saw that. Da, 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 da. And look at verse 11. Look at verse 11. Every one of us, look at that. And Lord, then Lord chose. Whoa. 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 Self decisions. Chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lord journeyed east, and they separated from each other. He chose for himself. He looked in the natural and said, That's mine. All that glitters is gold. No. <laughs> but look at this. Look at this. Uh, verse 12, Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan. Look at this. He's still waiting. He's still waiting. Abraham is not just going to move. He's still waiting. Uh, dwelt in the land of Canaan. And Lord dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent even, uh, his tent even as far as Sodom. But, but the men of Sodom are exceeding wicked and sinful against the Lord. Let me show you something here. I don't want so much to dwell in that tonight. But I want to pray. But just me give you something here. 
Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent. You remember when the angels went in Sodom and Gomorrah? He was no longer living in the tent. He settled. He was living in a house. Built. He settled. Do you know that? I've arrived. Abraham wasn't. Remember, they came even to destroy. They're saying that in Genesis 18, they're going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. They found him in the tents. In other words, I'm waiting for the next leading. Sodom, uh, uh, Lord was already there. He dwelt among the people. He had even thinking of the people. He was, is, is, I, I, I can feel that, but it's still humanly, it's like, I can protect this man, but just get my daughters. If God is for me, he'll protect this man and he'll protect my daughters. I'll have you back. Do what you want to do, people. But you'll not have this man and you'll not have me and you'll have no, my daughters. You all are quiet. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Now look at this. Look at verse 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord has separated from him, lift your eyes. That's a supernatural command. He responded from the command of the master. Lift up your eyes. Now, and do what? Look. The sea. From the place where you are, north, south, eastward, and westward. And then he says this. And, and for all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. When the voice of God tells you, look, when you look, you look, when you see, you're supernaturally in that sight. It's already supernatural. It's no longer a sight that you've seen all the time. When he commands you to see something, he's given you the supernatural ability to see his will. Lord chose for himself. Abraham land was chosen for him by God. God told him to look at the promise. So look at this then. And he, he starts speaking and verse 17 says, Arise, walk in the land through its length and its width for I give it to you. Then Abraham moved, moved his what? His tent and went and dwelt by the terebinth tree of Mamre, where is Hebron, and built an altar there to the Lord. That's a worshiper. And of course, you remember, Lot was in problems. You remember even after, it didn't take long. <laughs> Lot was in captivity. <laughs> I said, that's a problem when you choose things for yourself, or you choose things for myself. It doesn't take long. You, don't, that, you finish chapter 13, chapter 14, Lot is in deep trouble. He's been taken into captivity. And look at this. Um, now, and, and I, I won't go. That, that's not really what I wanted to say tonight. But are you seeing that? Lord, immediately after you, you come from chapter 13, chapter 14, Lord is into captivity. He's into problem. Who's going to rescue him? Abraham. Something. Now, and then, of course, God speaks to Abraham and all that. I really don't want to go into that. But the point I made, I want you to see this. Let's go to chapter 18 a little bit, and then we'll go another direction and pray. <clears throat> Look at verse 18. 
Then the Lord appeared, uh, chapter 18, sorry, verse 1. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham by the terebinth tree of Mamre, and he was sitting in the what? He was sitting where? In the tent door in the heat of the day. So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he read from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground and said, My Lord, this man was sensitive. He saw three men and he perceived they were not just men. I really believe with all my heart is this. They didn't have any of those things like our dear Catholics have them around, the head of, of, of saints. You understand? Know, they didn't. The Bible says three men, but he, he perceived. Now look at this. So he did all what he did. He, remember he didn't go out even with his prayer uh, you know, requests. Oh God, oh God. No, he didn't go with the prayer request. He ministered to them. That was so amazing. So, so look at this in chapter 19. Verse 1. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and bowed himself, himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Here now, my Lord, please turn into your servant's house and spend the night. The guy was in the house. He had been attacked once. He said, Now it's time to go to the <laughs> Time to stay in the house. The things about tents is Abraham. I don't know where he got that from, but I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in the house and I'm going to stay with it within what? The city wall inside. I won't stay outside like Abraham. I don't know what Abraham thinks, but I want to stay with people. Anyway, that's another point tonight. But let's. Do you like looking at the scriptures and just, it just, it, it amazes me when I start looking at the scripture. You stand and say, wow, I see that. Lord, I never saw that. It's wonderful. But look at this. When you are trusting the Lord to see from his perspective, it's because his will is more important to, to you than just doing what you want. Lord chose for himself, Abraham. It was a divine command. And that was important. Let's go to Ephesians 1 as you pray tonight. Ephesians 1, 17. Are you ready to see tonight? Yes. For divine utterance. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Classic Version. <clears throat> All that I say then then you need to, to pay attention to these words. You remember even, uh, you find that in Luke chapter 24, verse 21, it says that uh, the, the, Jesus had been speaking to his disciples, and the two, they're just saying, you know, are you the only stranger in town, and on and on and on and on. But when they ate, they sat down to eat, the Bible says, then they broke the bread, their eyes were open and they saw. They're able to see him. Seeing makes a difference. Now look at this. They've been talking as if it's a, it's, a, it's a fairy tale. But when they saw him, their speech changed. Come on, come on, come on. A moment. One. Okay, let's go, let's go there quickly too. <clears throat> to Luke 24. Usually I do that so that you stop looking at me the way you're looking at me. Luke, Luke 24. 
So, so remember that being on their way to a mouse. You remember that? So the verse 13, look at this. Now behold, two of them are traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked. They had some words. They talked, they talked together and all of all the things, things which happened. So it was while they were conversing and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went to them, but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another? And you walk and, 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 you walk and are sad. Your seeing is important. Sad believers is because they're not seeing. They're blinded. So look at this. Then the one whose name was Clopas the Big Mouth answered and said to him, no, he doesn't say the Big Mouth. Okay, the book of Revelation says I don't add anything. Okay, so forgive, forgive me. <laughs> the one whose name was Clopas answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which have happened this in these days? And he said to them, what things? And so they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, he who was a prophet, might indeed and what before God and all the people. And, all the, and he goes on and on and on. Look at verse 29. But, you know, that's the prayer. We are, we, are, we are hoping. This was going to be an answered prayer. That it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this day, today is the third day since these things happened. You know, we are hoping. Are you seeing the spirit over there? Because you see, if they could have, been, they, you'll see the response after they saw. Their hearts were open. They had inside. Yet, yes, and a certain women of our company were arrived at the tomb while they astonished us when they did not find his body. They came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who are with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Then he said to them, all foolish ones, and on and on and on, and he says this, and beginning at Moses, verse 27, and all the prophets expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going and indicated that we have gone further, but they constrained him, saying, abide with us. There's a man who are seeking. For it is toward evening, and the day is fast spent, and he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, then he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, as you shall see, like Holy Communion, and gave it to them. Then their eyes are open, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. Look at verse 32. And they say to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road, and while he opened the scriptures to us? So they rose up that very hour. Seven miles they had been walking. They said it is toward evening. Come stay with us. Seven miles is about what? 15 kilometers? Or 15 kilometers. And after that, 15 about, yeah, 12. After that, they walked back. Those are people who see. They get supernatural strength to do things. You've seen. All right? Is that clear? I hope that thrilled you. Go back to Ephesians and then you pray. <clears throat> Look at verse 16. It says, this is the Holy Spirit prayers for us, believers. I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, for I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, look at this, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. What does he say? Of insight. Into what? 
mysteries and secrets. Call unto me and I will show you. In the deep and intimate knowledge of him, but look at verse 18, by having what? The eyes of your heart flooded with light. What does that mean? That you may see. Flooded with light. And then he says this, that you can know and understand. The seeing enables you to know. The seeing enables you to understand. When you go even to the courts, they want, they want a, a witness, the person who saw. Is that what they do? Is, they, they do that. You saw, you are an eyewitness to what happened. Did you see? Yes, I saw it happen. Not I had from my neighbor. No, I saw it. I saw it happen. I, listen to this. Let me, let me, let me, I'm giving these thoughts. I was asking the Lord. I haven't gotten answers, but I'm, I'm bringing thoughts to you. See, look at this. When you see something, even with the natural eyes, someone cannot tell you, cannot convince you that you didn't see it. You see what I'm saying? You see, I'm, even I'm asking you, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so when, when you see something in the natural, it's, it's very difficult for someone to convince you, close to impossible for, even impossible, close to impossible for someone to tell you, you didn't see that's not right. But look at this. Can I tell you something? How many people of you have said this? I don't think. But, but, you say, but I told you this. You say, I don't think I had right then. You can easily doubt your hearing, but not your sight. And the devil, uh, uh, do you know that? He uses that so much of error in hearing. But when you see something, you know you've seen it. There's something about eyes. An example, you come here and, you know, tomorrow and say, uh, you know, this evening I didn't see innocent. And I say, I mean, uh, but innocent was in the meeting. No, I saw him in town. What time? I saw him at 7.25, uh, 7.20. He was in town. I said, no, that cannot be true. I saw him. He was in church. You, you see that? that I'm, I'm so convinced of that. But if you say, I, I had a voice like of innocent. I said, no, that cannot be. Uh, innocent wasn't around, actually. Innocent must, was in town. That, but I had a voice. Or maybe I didn't hear right. Maybe it was Joshua. You see that? You see, there's something about seeing that brings certainty and con a conviction. God wants his people to see. See even the strategies of the enemy and push him, put him where he belongs. Quickly here, and, and let's say this, and then he says, so that you can know and understand to hope to which he called you and how rich is your glorious inheritance and on 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 and on. And I want us to see tonight. Think about this if you saw some things in the, even, even, you know, even concerning our nation. You know, you can, you can have your opinion concerning who to vote for. But what about if the Lord showed you? 
You can have an opinion, actually, your whole hope is in, in the next presidency. It shouldn't be. Is voting critical? Yes, it is. Is it critical for leadership? Yes, it is. You understand? But in the natural, if you start looking even at men, can I ask you a very genuine question and remove your tribal mindset? You understand that? And look at, let, let me give you an example. Of even like the main, the main two candidates we have, who will save you? Seriously. We see issues in both sides. And I say, Pastor, you're being political. No, I'm telling you of your hope. Even if Mr. Ruto is your door, next door neighbor, or Mr. U, U, Mr. Who? Uh, Odinga is, your, is your, your, is it uncle? <laughs> no. Or your grandfather. You understand that? If, even if he is, who will save you? There are issues. You understand? There are issues. There are big issues. But look at this thing. That's why we have to see God's purposes. Not look at a man. Because there are principalities and powers here that dominate political systems. Unless we can see from here, and the Lord will tell us, I want you to see this. Even if this man goes or this other man comes in, I want you to look at this place so that you can be praying for them to open up for the nation for my purposes to be fulfilled, not for political systems, purposes to be fulfilled. I hope, I, I thought you were going to, to respond like your citizenship is, of, is in heaven. You, you looked at me as if you come from you come from Nandi or Bondo? <laughs> Our citizenship is where? In heaven. I, I said years ago, even if, even if I, I, I've said years ago, even if my own brother, blood brother, I mean, if I had a blood brother vying like for a position in the, in the government to be elected, and I know he's a wicked man, I look at him and say, my brother, I will not vote for you. You're too wicked. I really, I, I will. I'll tell my brother that. Thank God I don't have that wicked brother. You understand? But I'll tell my brother that. And I'll say, okay, I'll get the position, and, and I, I, you, you will see, I will not help, and I will not come for any help if you get the position. But God forbid if you got it, because I'll be praying. Oh, stand up on your feet so that you may not think like I've, I've brought you for a presidential debate. <laughs> I, like, I like, you know, doing that to provoke your righteous anger and not flow with the majority. You, you understand? So that you don't flow with the majority. So tonight we want to see. And he may lead us. I know he won't go beyond, you know, I mean, he can, he can lead us in the, the way he wants to. But, but. But I want us to see. If you want us to see, God help us to see even concerning our nation. We're in a critical place. And even the body of Christ, the church, generally want to see. I want you to participate in this, even for these few minutes, because God has something for you. Amen? Let's lift our hands. Amangea, Amangea. Amangea. 
I believe I had some utterance concerning this nation. For I have protected this nation and shielded this nation in the past. And I still do now and I will still do now for your nation. To shield it from all the attempts of the evil woman. And I will shield this nation again and like a hen stretching out her wings over her cheeks I will and I have stretched out my wings to protect this nation and to shield it from all the attempts of the enemy so see my will and don't hear words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation. But listen to the words of my spirit and the words that I will give to you to speak over your nation. For you see, when I give you my words and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to change the plans of the enemy and to, to remove the plans of the enemy and to establish my plans for your nation. So listen to my words. Listen to my spirit. Hear what I'm saying by paying attention to my spirit and paying attention to my word. And as you hear, so shall you speak. For I will enable you to see and I will enable you to hear and I will enable you to operate in the realm of the spirit for the sake of my plans and my purposes for this nation says your father thank you Lord thank you father again for shielding this nation from the attempts of the enemy from the strategies of the enemy. We right now take our place in Christ and dismantle every plant of the enemy. We release words of faith to the principalities, to the powers. We take authority over you you who is controlling the spirit of fear and the spirit of death. We bind you in the name of Jesus and we cast you out of our nation now. In the name of Jesus. We plead, we plead, we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over the atmosphere of our nation. We plead the blood of Jesus. And Father, as your people, we take authority over words of death, over words of destruction, over words of fear that have, have empowered the enemy to activate his will for this nation. We bind those words in the name of Jesus and we say, be thou removed from our nation now in the name of Jesus. 
and we speak the word of God all over this nation that the purposes of our father shall be fulfilled in our nation the preaching of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ shall happen in this nation and we, we right, right now release the outpouring of your spirit upon our nation we release that by faith in the name of Jesus we release the outpouring of your spirit upon our nation now father we do thank you for your faithfulness for your faithfulness any area in this nation where there is any principality and power that is controlling people through fear we take authority over you right now you will not do it anymore we disconnect you from that assignment we discharge you from that assignment now in the name of Jesus and we plead we plead the blood of Jesus of our nation father we ask you right now you said concerning servants your, your the ministers or police and all the force we are asking you father for the supernatural intelligence concerning men that are being used by the enemy for them to be brought into justice and into the law we say we ask you father for supernatural intelligence into our police force and all who are involved in this the CIDs and all involved father and we release that over there that every man that is intending wickedness shall be arrested and we arrest them in the name of Jesus right now and we do thank you Father for your faithfulness to our nation for thine O Lord is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever thank you Father can we all thank him let's go ahead and thank him just go ahead and thank him thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving our nation. Thank you for saving our nation. Thank you, Father, for saving our nation. We lift up thanksgiving. We lift up praise. We lift up praise to our God. We lift up praise to our King. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Anyone who saw something and you want to share with us, please? Please go ahead. Praise God. Anyone? The house? Brother Kyoko, do you have anything? Perceived anything? Go ahead, please. If, how about there? Did you hear the word of the Lord? I saw that. Go ahead. Praise God. Uh, as we were praying and I was in the spirit, I kept seeing these, mm. the strongholds, yeah. the, the territorial blockers of sight that cause men and women not to be able to see 
things as the Lord sees them. Causes people not to see in the spirit. And these are the spirit of God was just saying to me, these are the, the patterns of thinking, the yeah. minds and the set exactly. minds that people have been conditioned to think such that even when they pray, they cannot yeah. see the word of God. And the Lord says that's coming down. It's, it's coming down yeah. upon his people. I will no longer think like Kenyans, but kingdom citizens, so that we can Christ. see right in the spirit, yeah. not have a diluted vision or um, just a weak vision. Well, the Lord wants us to have sharp vision, to see things accurately, yeah. with, with lesser accuracy, and to be able just to imprint our faith and the word of God on, on the nation. And... Uh, see Kenya not for what it is but as the Lord sees it that we may pray uh, God kind of prayers confess God kind of confessions so the Lord is saying that that's coming down we will, we will no longer be able to think like the ordinary Kenyan uh, though we go through the things that the, the ordinary Kenyans go through but having brought down yeah, the strongholds, yeah. the yeah. territorial blankets that cover people's minds and block the veil, veil their eyes, we will be able to yeah. transcend in the spirit and be able to pray from a different place than we have ever prayed from in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Yeah, thank I thank you, you because it is done. I thank you because it's, it's come down, it's fallen off. Our minds are renewed. Thank you, Our patterns of thinking are changed, oh God. We are synchronized with the heaven. Thank you, Not with anything we have gone through in this country. Not with anything we have been through since we thank were you, born. We thank you, God, because you are Jehovah. Your hand is stretched upon us. Our eyes are open to pray right, to confess right, to act right. And even obey your word right you, with priority and putting value on who you are in our lives Thank and you, what we are going through as a nation Thank you, in Father. the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I bless you and I honor you Thank because you, you are doing it for us to be able to be partners with you in prayer. That we may walk as you walk, see as you see, say as you say, you, and glorify your name in the land of the living. No more territorial spirits, no more territorial patterns of thought binding us and boxing us under the spiritual realm. We are going high in the spirit. In Jesus' name we pray.